Hello and welcome to the Warp Podcast. My name's David Tiltman and today we are talking about search, search advertising and where search goes next in a rapidly changing media landscape. Now, in the past, uh, you might have been forgiven for, for skipping past a podcast about search advertising. It's, it's clearly been very important for many years, but we haven't actually seen much change in search for a long time. And most markets, it's it's basically just been Google. Now, that's starting to change as consumers, well, consumers maybe will start to pivot away from text-based search towards discovery on social and retail platforms. And then, of course, we're seeing the big change this year, generative AI and lots of interesting talk about how that might reinvent the search experience. So to recognize these changes, uh, we've just produced a new global ad trends report as part of the Walk Media service. Uh, and I'm delighted to say that Walk Media's head of content, Alex Brownsell, and data journalist, Celeste Huang, are here to talk through that report. So Celeste, before we get into the nuts and bolts of it all, why did you pick this uh, topic for the global ad trends treatment so as you've said, David, we saw three or four big trends um, emerging in search advertising that are quite distinct, but may combine to see Google's long-standing market dominance come under unprecedented pressure. Yeah, and I think that's the that's the interesting thing here, isn't it? It's the way these changes in search start to, well, maybe challenge what has been such an important uh, piece of market dominance from one company. Now, it's a 3 in 15 podcast, uh, so we will talk about three of the big themes from the report over the next 15 minutes or so. So, Alex, uh, let's let's start with you. What's the first insight uh, you'd like to share? Thanks, David. Well, let's start with the, the numbers, and there's plenty of them in this report. So, Search is the, it's the largest media channel by ad spend globally. Uh, that's ahead of social media and ahead of television as well. Um, according to Walk Media Forecasts, uh, search is going to be worth about $256 billion uh, this year. Um, that's up 6.2% year on year. And again, you know, in a, in a slowing digital ad market, that's that's pretty good. And that's over a quarter. That's 28.3% of all ad investment worldwide. So search is big. Now, what I should contextualize here is that, that that 256 billion figure refers to advertising on inverted commas, traditional search platforms. So we're talking Google, Bing, Baidu in China. But when we start to factor in retail media, um, what we found is it looks like the search ad market is actually much bigger than we previously thought. Yeah, let's let's just explain that uh, a, a little bit more because you just used the term traditional search, which we, you know we, we we tend not to think of search as traditional. What's what is traditional search and what is retail media and why do these two things matter when it comes to creating a true representation of the search market? Well, as you as you alluded to in your intro, David. Search is a, a channel that perhaps hasn't seen a huge amount of innovation over the last well couple of decades, frankly, everybody knows what search is. You know, there's been tweaks to the the Google algorithm, for instance, in the way that, that search results come up, that's informed SEO strategies. But fundamentally, search advertising has been a pretty consistent beast for a long time. What's new is the explosion in retail media, which is something that we've covered um, a great deal on Walk and, and we, you know, we put out a lot of reports on that topic. But 
it's interesting to take a step back and, 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 and dwell on the fact that the majority of retail media is search oriented. So in layman's terms, we're talking about a sponsored ad format that is displayed in response to a user writing a prompt. So a good example is, uh, of course, Amazon's sponsored brands format, which accounts for the, the lion's share of, of Amazon's ad revenue last year, 78%, um, according to data from Perpetua and Tenuity. Um, you know, that's distinct from, for instance, video and display formats that you get on some retail media networks. So our analysis of Walk's conventional search advertising data with Group M's retail media forecast tells us that this total search market may be worth as much as $350 billion this year. Now, that's 38% of all ad spend worldwide, and over a quarter of that is coming from retail media. Now, let's just be really clear here, because when we're talking about the retail media search spend here, it is still it is still keyword-based search, and it's still people typing things into a, a box, pressing pressing search and then getting sponsored links or sponsored products uh, coming back to them. That's, that's, we're talking about the same mechanism here, aren't we? Yeah, absolutely. You know, from a user perspective, there is, there is no real difference. The, the difference is in the type of content um, that is served ultimately to the users in, in a retail me- in media environment. You're talking about, you know, product listings. Um, and of course, as ever, there's caveats. Google does have a shopping functionality, but, but with Google, the traditional search experience has been uh, links and linking off to, to other websites where the user can then continue their search now, these are these are huge numbers, and as you say, when you uh, when you account for retail media based search, uh, we're looking at search as being, as you say, thirty eight percent of all ad spend worldwide. But what what's the broader implication here? Are we actually seeing this sort of rise of of retail media, uh, the rise of Amazon sponsored search, all those sorts of things? Uh, is this actually starting to chip away at, at Google's numbers? Not that we're seeing just yet. And, and it's worth, you know, remembering Google's had a, a stellar couple of years in, in the wake of the wake of the pandemic, 2021 in particular, Google saw, saw vast uh, growth. And even this year, we're forecasting 5.6% growth for, for Google. And that's going to take them up to revenues of $176 billion. Again, as I've mentioned, that's in the context of a slowing digital ad market globally. What our data sh- seems to be showing is that the growth achieved through retail media search is incremental. It's, it's adding to the sort of overall pie. And, and that's because actually they're satisfying different demands. You know, retail media seems to be pushing search closer to the point of purchase. So an interesting example that, that one of the commentators in the report uh, used was, was that of a, a pretty mundane CPG category like yogurts. Now, Sure, there, there probably are people that search for yogurts on, on Google for nutritional benefits or, or whatever it might be. But fundamentally, a, a product category like that isn't going to have seen a huge amount of, of, of Google search traffic in a retail media environment context. It's completely different because, you know, the users are searching to buy a product. They're in a grocery e-commerce situation environment. So it makes a lot more sense. So what we're seeing is actually that, that, that this is search that's adding to the overall picture. Okay, let's move on to our second finding from the report. So Celeste, what what have you brought with you to discuss? Thanks, David. So 
I wanted to keep talking about what both of you have just also touched um, touched upon. Search experiences and behaviors are quickly fragmenting across platforms, and this is particularly true if we take into account, you know, the rise of social media, social commerce, and especially younger audiences' media behaviors, which we Walk Media wrote.、Um, Another we did another GAT report about Gen Z last year, and、uh, especially if we take into account that audience behavior, search experience is definitely getting more and more fragmenting, and search is definitely getting more visual as opposed to only text based. And last year, Google admitted that around forty percent young internet users actually begin their search journeys with TikTok or Instagram. So users are turning to social when searching for the type of media or content that they cannot immediately retrieve through Google. So, for example, they might go to Pinterest for inspiration, YouTube for tutorial, and TikTok, of course, one one of the most formidable、uh, rising social force. Yeah, it's really interesting the point,、uh, the point about the rise of these platforms as search destinations as well. And I think we've seen TikTok talking about rolling out more search advertising. Products,、um, and I guess just to pick up on Alex's point before,、uh, this is going to be category dependent. So there will be some categories which might want to lean very heavily into、uh, TikTok-based search or Instagram-based search, and others others where like yogurt,、uh, where that simply isn't、uh, simply isn't appropriate. Is that? And so we see sort of seeing a sort of fragmentation of search behavior as well as a fragmentation of search. Um, uh, platforms, yeah, definitely.、Um, and like you said, it really hugely depends on category, food, fashion, beauty. They might increasingly rely on social platforms to improve search effectiveness. And of course, we also need to、um, look at the brand and advertiser. Do they emphasize more on brand, or do they emphasize more on performance? And that will also affect、um, how they balance the strategy in terms of the traditional search we're talking about. Or incorporated the social, the potential of search on social media. We know、um, Asia,、uh, in particular, is highly mobile, penetrated, and very big on on social. There's a different social media setup、uh, in Asia, and in in many ways, they're they're sort of ahead of the game in some of these、um, these behaviors. So, are there any sort of prominent trends we see from that region that might serve as a guide? For what might happen in in other search markets, indeed, it's it's clear that over the past years, the traditional search, as understood by many advertisers, have been heavily disrupted by social, and brands are finding new ways to adapt. For example, in China, many companies and brands are actually focusing on making their product more searchable on social media, and reportedly、um, making profit incremental profit from this change shifting strategy. And Walk Media's data shows that only 17% of APAC marketers' budgets went to search last year, while one third went to social. Overall,、um, our data shows that the overall search traditional search market is still growing. Among the markets in Asia Pacific, Japan, for example, is the biggest market outside of China with the biggest search spend. And it's forecast to see search investment invest,、uh, expand to seven point four billion dollars in twenty twenty three, and those Chinese style super apps, which we see growing quickly、um, in the whole Asia Pacific and the Greater China region, 
that have the capabilities like search, social networking, and shopping are definitely attracting spans that would otherwise go towards search. Yeah, it's an interesting comparison there uh, because it's been suggested that the super app is is a potential area of development uh, for Western uh, social media platforms. I mean, it's been suggested that Twitter's future might look at look like this, and it's just interesting to compare about how what we we've called traditional search in uh, search advertising in this podcast is actually a, a lower proportion of the budget in markets where super apps are more developed. So um, just again, an interesting sort of way of thinking about how the market might develop as, as the sort of digital media landscape changes. So let's, we sort of talked about TikTok and Google and TikTok sort of being an increasing destination for uh, searches in certain categories. I mean, do we really think that TikTok is a threat to Google? I mean, should Google be worried by by the rise of this platform? There are definitely a lot of voices, debates around this this topic. Um, it might happen in the future, but certainly not now. So first of all, it really hugely depends on category. Food, fashion, beauty categories, of course, they rely more on social platforms. Um, especially with social platforms, they can capture the potential of brand building, community building, and then the influencers' uh, potential to improve search effectiveness. But then you also have the challenge of limited data insights and formats within each platform that also come with the measurement challenge. So on top of that, it's often quite hard to pinpoint spillover moments when a keyword takes off on Google. One of the commentator in the report mentioned that you said campaign as example, there might be a hashtag trendy on TikTok actually originated quite organically from a group of users that purchased that brand. Um, and then soon they kind of spill out of it on Google search. In the meantime, another brand came in and captured this opportunity and really monetized it. So it really requires um, brand advertisers to have what is the talent, the ability to connect the potential on both social and the traditional search like on Google. Google is still dominating the search game. Our data shows that in the US, ad investment in TikTok is only 3% of what is spent on Google search. Uh, yeah, that's that's quite a powerful data point. <laughs> so so TikTok's not exactly eating Google's lunch just yet. Um, how does the Global Ad Trends report predict this new social search trend will evolve? I think surely the value of using social platforms for search advertising definitely will grow, especially you have platforms like TikTok, Instagram start to harness their first party data to enhance, help brands enhance audience targeting. There are also reports suggesting TikTok launching its own search ad proposition, which will definitely further change the game. For now, it's still very fragmented. Search strategies might increasingly diverge depending on category and demographic. And it will also require brands to really rethink and adopt a different budget allocation plan and to really understand the channels and demographics that are relevant to their propositions. All right, let's get to our third and final point from the report. So Alex, what have you got? 
Um, as, as well as what we've we've discussed in terms of disruption coming in from from retail media and from social media, I think we wanted to sort of address the the sort of big talking point in in search, which is the impact, the potential impact of generative AI chatbots, the likes of Chat GPT, on search behavior and and the broader search market. Yeah, there's a lot going on here and and no shortage of comment either. So, uh, I mean, Microsoft have made some pretty big statements on what the integration of chat GPT might mean for Bing. Yep, they really have. And uh, that said, it is worth flagging that Bing is starting from a, a pretty low point in, in overall stature within the, the search market. So Walk Media forecasts that Bing will will only take about a 5% share of, of, of the global search spend this year um but as its executives have pointed out um every one percent gain in market share you know could mean around 2.5 billion in additional revenues and an ascendant a resurgent bing will have um an impact on google even if it is at a, a smaller scale and this is something that that, that microsoft ceo and and chairman Satya nadella has has pointed out in a recent interview he said that from now on the gross margin of search is is going to drop forever. Um, he added that there, there's such margin in search for which a company like Microsoft is incremental, and for Google it isn't. So they're going to have to defend, you know, assume that defensive posture. Okay, now we we haven't got time to sort of go through every way the the actual search experience and the search advertising experience might change in a in a more chat based search environment, but. I think that Google is starting to respond uh, to the threat with their own products. So, so what are we seeing so far? Yeah, that's right. So Lambda, L-A-M-D-A, that's a language model that Google's had in development for, for some time and has a lot of people talking quite positively. Um, they're using that as the basis for BARD, which I've mentioned just now, which is its, its, its version of chat GPT, uh, which is being rolled out at the minute. It had a few teething issues when it when it first launched, which caused a bit of a, uh, an issue for uh, Alphabet, Google's parent company's share price. But um, I think generally the noises are, are fairly positive. Um, so Google is not going to absolutely is not going to sort of take this lying down. It is going to fight back. And, and Bing has some pretty significant issues that it needs to overcome to persuade advertisers to uh, switch their spend. So, you know, beyond audience reach. And, you know, I think that the various figures that we've seen show that Google has um, 10 times the audience reach of, of Bing. Is there some concerns around Bing as uh, an effective ad platform? So Walk's Marketers Toolkit survey from the end of last year, Bing was consistently voted the worst performing platform against the whole bunch of criteria, including ad effectiveness, including things like audience insight. So it's got a lot of work to do to try and sort of, you know, get advertisers and, and agency, you know, media buyers to sort of think about the platform in a new way. Okay, so, I mean, do we actually have any idea what advertising might look like in an AI chat context? Because if, if, as you said earlier, search hasn't changed that much in, in two decades. Look, there's some of the products might change a bit, but ultimately a sponsored link that takes you off to, to a, a, a sort of relevant page is the, is the basis of the product. So, how does that start to look when the responses, like a, a search results page, you know, might not even have any links or might downplay the links in uh, in favor of, of, of a more chat-based uh, response? Yeah, well, the short answer is we don't know yet. Um, and we're, we're, we're sort of eagerly anticipating that the first iterations 
um, in this area. So um, Microsoft has confirmed it's, it's exploring placing ads in the chat experience, but hasn't shared details on on how that might look in practice. You know, as you've said, one option might be links within the chatbot responses or or sponsored content in relevant context. You know, for instance, things like requests for recipes or advice with DIY. I think one of the things that we, we need to be really clear on is it is almost certain that advertising will come into this experience because generative AI searches are much more expensive to run than compared to, for instance, a traditional Google or Bing search. So this this technology, this innovation needs to be monetized to successfully run. At the moment, they're they're sort of being used as beta testing. You know, the the, the testing is helping to refine the product, but eventually, advertising is almost certainly going to be required. But the job that that's going to require for Google, for Bing, for anybody else that steps into this area, is going to be persuading users that it doesn't matter that search results might not be impartial. Yeah, that feels like a, a pretty good place to leave it, Alex. I mean, I I think we could speculate for quite some time on what um, an AI-based search uh, advertising environment might look like. Um, but I think the, the the comment, as we said earlier in the uh, in in the podcast, was that there is an awful lot of money riding on Google or Bing or anyone else being able to balance uh, this sort of new technology uh, and the sort of new user experience uh, with the need to monetize through advertising. Plenty to come then, but if you would like to read the Global Ad Trends report, you can do so if you are a Walk Media subscriber. And I think there is a summary report, summary version, for those of you who are not already a Walk Media subscriber. That's all for this edition of the Walk Podcast. We'll have more next time. Uh, Please do follow us on your podcasting platform of choice. And if you really like what you've heard, do leave us a review. Until next time, thanks for listening.